0: Yeah. and this is the Soz Not Sauce pod.
1: We are two unapologetic sisters, dismantling mental health stigma, one conversation in a time.
0: What was, what accent I was that? I don't know,
1: it's nothing. It was
0: nothing? No. You just created it? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, 8.30 at night on a Thursday
1: and <sighs> you were like... After I've just worked all fucking day in a job that I hate. So
0: you had half a spoon to put effort and energy into that accent?
1: Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. How's
0: it yep. going? Look, you know, not great, but I'll get over it. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, we don't really like that on our mental health podcast, but that's fine. You've got it handled. I've got it handled. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making moves. Not you'll get over it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm making moves, uh, making changes, uh, not talking about it until after it hopefully happens. Making boss bitch moves. Making boss bitch moves and not taking no fucking shit. Beautiful. Love that for you. So I'm not good because at the moment I'm very stressed, but I will... Work it out. I'm working it out. You got it. Yeah. I got what about faith you? In
0: you? Um. Yeah. I'm good, man. Um. I just had a gigantic fried chicken burger. Mm. Um. You had wings. Mm. So I'm feeling pretty good, satisfied, happy. Bit of a food coma, but we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I'm like falling asleep <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, it doesn't help that we had to wait for the Uber Eats to come, and now it's super late.
1: Yeah, and I cold. and I
0: don't get home from work till like six thirty, and you. And I wanted to give you time to, like, relax Relax, and wine. so here we are. So if we sound like tired, delirious girls, then uh, you know why. (laughs) But you know what? Soz, not soz. Soz, not soz, okay? (laughs) Never sorry for Eden. Yep, pretty much. Never. All right, what are we talking about today? Today, my darling sister, Mm -hmm. we are talking about love languages. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, another fun one, two weeks in a row. I know, I love these fun ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, what we're going to talk about is what they are, Yep. the different types of languages and what they mean, mm-hmm. um, the benefits of knowing yours and others' love languages, yep. and um, the most popular love languages. There you go. I uh, know. So, essentially, let's jump in, cool. shall we? Do it. So essentially, the five love languages are the languages in which we speak, demonstrate, and feel Love in our relationships, whether they be romantic or you know otherwise. Yeah. Um. The love languages were made popular after being noted in the very simply titled book, The Five Love Languages, by a Dr. Gary Chapman. There you go. I know. Now, Dr. Chapman is a doctor of philosophy, not medical doctor. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I think is why some of his books just have his name in it, no doctor. Yeah. But some of the copies have doctor. Yeah. So I was like. What's going on? Doctor? No doctor. Or could have been written before his doc- he got his doctorate. All that. He did. So essentially the first um, concept of, the first book that he published that, you know, released the concept of there being love, love languages was in 1992. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So that's a possibility, I guess, for sure. You go, Gazza. Yeah, you go, Gaz. Um, look, since then, it's been his best selling book. Mm-hmm. And because of that and the hype that it's gotten, I think it was on Oprah at one point. I'm pretty sure it was on
1: Oprah, yeah. I'm fairly sure that's how I
0: came across it.
1: Yeah, I think that's how we came across it as kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, you know, they now have an online quiz as well. It's so easy to find out what your lang- love language is. You just Google five love languages or just love languages and it comes up. Yeah. So So easy. One of the first links, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's become a really popular way for people, and in particular for partners, people in relationships, to better understand how they feel loved Mm -hmm. and then how they can better love those important to them. Yeah. You know, essentially, um, I think it's something that we're becoming more and more aware of is that not everyone expresses or feels love in the same way. Yeah. Through the same actions, through the same things. So, being aware of yours and your partner's love languages, or even just people around you, like your parents, your friends, mm-hmm. um, it can really help you understand and develop and grow your relationship with that person. Yeah. Yeah. What do you reckon? No, I agree. You agree? Yeah. Your food coma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: I think at this stage, you're only going to get one word day.
0: <laughs> That's fine. I'm fairly sure everyone loves listening to my voice. More than yours. Yeah, just lecture at me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there are five love languages. Mm -hmm. So the first one that I've got here is words of affirmation. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So according to Chapman, people with this love language need to hear that they are loved. Mm -hmm. They need to hear it from their partner, their friends, their family members. They need to hear things like... I love you, obviously. yeah or I really care about you. I think you're fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of you. I really appreciate you. things like that. and it's not even just like you fundamentally. You can also be like I really appreciate what you did there. Mm-hmm. or that was really great work. Yeah. it could also be just like regular compliments like your outfit your outfit is smoking.
1: Mm-hmm. baby
0: baby. Oh, my God. I was going to say, when I walked in, I said to Soraya, her eyeshadow was fantastic, but you've taken it off at some point tonight, and I don't know when. <laughs>
1: when we were sitting in Jules' uh, study, and
0: you were, like, watching Colbert, I went and quickly wiped it all <laughs> oh my off. God, I didn't even notice. Because I was over it. I didn't even notice. But, like, normally that's... Like, personally, when I see people for the first time, mm. I don't know if that's just me, but, like, with my friends, with uh, people I'm seeing, I'll be like, oh, my God, you look really nice, or, or you smell really good, because it's my first impression of them, yeah. When I see them for the first time after a while, yeah. And I always find that you know it helps lift them up.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. B- yeah. B- being given compliments always lifts people up.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's no. There should not be a rule against giving, like giving no. or getting compliments. God no. And um, sorry, you're not an intention seeker or fishing for compliments if you enjoy them.
1: But it also depends on like uh, words of affirmation. I think also as well. say for me, mm-hmm. um. Physical, like, physical, what do you call Compliments. it? Affection. Affection. Physical affection. Or love.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't understand it.
0: Yeah.
1: I think because I have autism, I don't really, I don't get it. I'm like, so, I don't, it doesn't think, like, words make more sense to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Than, like, physical. Yeah. Or, like, gifts and stuff. I'm like, why the fuck did you give me that?
0: <laughs> Which is I why. Like,
1: I don't like, like, if you're going to give me a gift, give me a voucher, a bookstore so i can fucking pick it like yeah, i don't yeah. i don't like surprises and i don't like gifts i get
0: what you mean yeah. and i think that's why the whole concept of you know love languages exists is because like you said you don't you value words of affirmation more than yeah other things yeah, exactly. yeah. um so the next one is quality time mm-hmm. so chapman says that this one is all about giving your partner your undivided attention that means, like, you know, when you're spending time with each other, particularly in this day and age, I think, when you're spending time with your partner, with your friends, with your family members, that you're not on your phone. Yeah. And I know this one sometimes is a really, like, I this is one that I hold dear. Yeah. I don't want to be with people who are on their phone constantly. But it's not, so, like I've said beforehand, I've got a food blog, right? Yeah. So, I am on my phone a lot. Yeah. But I'm using my phone with purpose. Yeah. So if I'm As with, they're
1: just scrolling through yeah, shit. Like yeah. I've
0: been with people where they've been on their phone because like, oh I've just gotten a message, sorry, I've just got to reply to this or oh I'll take a photo or oh hey let me see what the weather's doing or hey let me Google that. Like things like that using your phone with purpose and I'm just like yeah, it doesn't it doesn't even resonate with me that yeah. they're using their phone because I don't feel neglected by a fucking rectangle. But I've been with people Like, just hanging out and stuff. Like, there's one person in my friendship group who, no matter where we go, no matter what we're doing, is on their phone scrolling through Facebook, scrolling through memes. And it's like, why aren't you being present? Yeah. So I think, particularly in this time frame, you know, quality time means paying actual attention to your partner, listening to them when they speak, giving them your undivided attention. Now, other times it can be, you know... Say for example, you have people over, mm-hmm. and you're you know they're there to spend time with you, and you're running around the house doing chores. Yeah, you know which used to happen. I think it happens to you now. But when I moved out of home, and mum and dad would be like, "Come visit, come, you know, come say hello, come spend the day with us," and they would be, mum would be doing schoolwork and dad would be doing garden work. I'm like, why the fuck am I even here?
1: They still do it now. They, they do it to me. To you. Yeah,
0: yeah. and then you come to hang out with me and I'm like, bro, I'm busy.
1: Yeah, and I'm just like, Well, I'll just gotta go home and then I get the reply from mum and dad. Oh you're leaving. Oh you're leaving. <laughs> but it's not it's not only that, it's like mum goes to watch shit on Netflix on her fucking computer and I'm like, yeah. What the fuck? I'm yeah. like, Okay, well bye then,
0: I'm not gonna waste my time being here. Yeah, exactly. So that's another thing as well. It can just be it can be other things, you know, real life activities that don't include your phone.
1: Well, I think it's because like what is more most precious to those people
0: mm-hmm.
1: is probably time. Yeah. And quality time. Yeah. Um, you know, in the end, they want to spend that time with you. Yeah. Because in the end, you know, they love you so much that they just want to s- spend that quality time with you. They want to dedicate their time
0: to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, when they
1: can be doing other shit. Yeah. But they don't want to do other shit. And they probably don't understand why you're not... Some people
0: aren't the same. I think it's just the quality time thing is de- not just dedicating your time, mm. but dedicating your attention.
1: I think it's also prioritizing as well. So their yeah. their priority is you. Yeah. And sometimes the actions that you do shows that you prioritize work. Yeah. Because that's honestly. Yeah. How sometimes I have felt coming over to mum and dad's house. Yeah. Is that like mum's work? is a priority. Yeah, well, you know, mum's very under the I pump. I know, I know she's under the pump, but, you know, when I don't see her for, like, two yeah. or three weeks.
0: Well, that's the thing. See, yeah. that's that's coming from someone who um, values quality time and has mm. seen their, qual- their, their needs not met when it comes to quality yeah. time. 100%. I had a partner who would crack it at me. I didn't know, but, like, when they would come over, I'd be doing stuff around the house, and they had to stop me and be like, can you not... Because mm. I've come here to spend time with you, not you and your laundry. Yeah, and you know that's just the thing—like dedicating your time and attention to someone, or dedicating your attention to a person who has worked their time around you. Yeah, exactly. Simples. Um, the next one is receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. Love language number three. This is one I don't understand, but yep. Yeah, this is one I sort of don't really resonate with. This at is all. like yeah, but you know it can it, it can for other people because. You know, it's not just you know spending money on someone. It's you know the love, the thoughtfulness, and the oh yeah, effort I, know, I know, I know, I know. It.
1: Like it's like the thought, and like I know handmade gifts is a part of that thing. Yeah, it's just something that I've never really put any value on. Same, and yeah. that's
0: just because our parents didn't like our parents are super non-material yeah. people. Yeah, um, as there's other people in our family. Yeah, <laughs> Who, but like look, very much else. <laughs> look, you know, to be honest, like I. I value that when it comes to the time where gifts are given. Like I don't expect gifts. I don't even I would know. I wouldn't be like, "Oh, you didn't buy me flowers for our date or whatever." Yeah. But when it comes to a time frame where gifts are given, like birthdays, Christmas, or any other time where people would receive gifts, I mm. can't. I don't think there's any more, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Um I value those people who I feel special. I feel made special by those people who would put effort in to think about what I would want. Yeah. Or have listened to me about what I would want. Yeah. Like, oh, what did I get for my birthday? this? I bought all my birthday presents this year. Yeah, no, I didn't get you on. Uh, well, you know what? I asked you if I could get a camera. Yeah. And you said, yeah, awesome, I'll get it for you. And I was like, sick. And then you were like, oh, by the way, I didn't buy
1: well, it's not, only, mine. But it's not that because your Christmas present is off the fucking chain. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but like... And I can't wait to give it to you. And it cost me a lot of fucking money. It's not going to look like it,
0: but I got it from yeah. overseas. And yeah. And it cost me a lot of money to get it here. Look, that's not like... That's not a concern for yeah. me. But now that I think about it, like, there are people in our family that do have to buy us presents. Mm. Two people in particular that have to buy us presents or yeah. have done in the past. And yeah. it's never anything to do with us. No. Ever. Like, there was this time period where I could not eat chocolate because I had some weird teeth sensitivity to milk chocolate. My dentist done something stupid. And all I got for years and years afterwards as gifts from these people was chocolate. Mm-hmm. I was like, you didn't... I've, I've said so many times I can't eat this. I always said, don't get me anything if you're going to get me chocolate. And I always got chocolate. Mm-hmm. That action in you know, and with it itself, because I knew it happened with you as well. Yeah. These, these two people just don't listen.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, how many times I had said, like, I don't like frivolous stuff, like clothes, gifted clothes and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, if you want to give me a gift, yeah, don't give me makeup. Yeah. Don't give me clothes. Mm. Because, one...
0: You don't know what I like. You don't know what I like.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I appreciate the gift, but you don't know what I like. Yeah. And secondly, if you want to give me something meaningful and not waste money, just get me a voucher for, like, a bookstore.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Or ask my mum, like,
0: what books I... Would want. Would want. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. That action in and within itself where, you know, you said to someone, if you are going to get me a gift, don't get me this... It essentially, when they ignore you, it essentially says to you that they don't want to put love or thought or effort into buying you a gift. They're buying you whatever they need to, to be like, I bought you something. I, I, so therefore,
1: I love you. But I think with the whole receiving gifts thing is not just like just giving getting a gift. I think it also goes around the thought that that is put into it. That's what so I mean. So for example, yeah, like... You know, I think they'll be the type of people who will be like, Thanks for the voucher. Like that yeah. t- took no no fucking thought. Yeah. But And also like it's just kinda like, Well, if you don't you don't actually really know me. Like you yeah. we were saying. Yeah. You don't really know me and you can't even get me a a present that yeah. will make me something that's that, yeah. that relates to, to me. To me, yeah. And so essentially... So it's not as frivolous as, like, you know, I just want a gift and, you know... Just I gift, just want money. Just give me money and jewels and all that sort of shit. It's yeah. also, like, well, you should know what I, I, I
0: like. Yeah. Like, if you really knew me, you'd know that, like, this yeah. is not it. And, like, look, it goes both ways, I guess. Like, you can't just expect someone to read your mind mm. and know what gift to magically get you. Yeah. Um, But if you want something in particular and you communicate it and that communication is ignored and you're just given something that's got nothing to do with you, then yes, that's hurtful because it shows that the person doesn't listen to you, doesn't pay attention to you, Mm -hmm. doesn't want to put the effort into actually thinking about what you would like. Yeah, exactly. They just go, I need to buy this person a gift. I'll just go here. I'll buy them some chocolate. I'll buy them Makeup because they wear makeup all the time Yeah, and not actually pay attention to what they might want, what brands they might like, what they might need, anything like that. Mm -hmm. So receiving gifts, yes, on the cover does seem a bit frivolous. Yeah. But when you look into it, it's always what the gift shows. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not like, oh, they bought me a Louis Vuitton handbag. Yeah, cool. It costs a lot of money. Excellent. It's not always things like that that make the gift feel special. Yeah. I mean, look, if someone wants to go ahead and buy me a Louis Vuitton handbag, go ahead. That's fine. It's
1: like it's like what I did for Julian, right? Mm-hmm. When we... our first year that we were together, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that I knew that Zelda was his favorite game as a kid. Yeah. Right? I literally scoured... Oh, yeah, I remember this. ...all over the internet for Zelda-related stuff on eBay. And yeah. I bought shit like vintage, like, ni- like 90s... Yeah. ...like... Zelda Ocarina of Time, which is Julian's favourite fucking game yeah. out of the Zeldas. Yeah. Um, Ocarina of Time, like, wrapping paper. Mm. Right? And yeah. I wrapped it in the wrapping paper, and then I put the sheets in there, like, untouched and stuff. So then if he wanted to turn it into, like, a poster or something, yeah, he, he could. could, right? Yeah. I bought him, like, you know, a freaking... Um, Triforce Light and I bought him all this sort of stuff yeah. and he really he was like this is like the most special present I ever got because yeah. it was like really thoughtful because I had given him stuff like yeah. from the game that he yeah loved definitely
0: yeah I think one of the most um uh, well received presents I've ever gotten a partner mm-hmm. was just something that they had been going on and on and on and on about wanting and For one reason or another, hadn't gotten around to buying it for themselves. I think maybe because it was expensive or it was coming from the US. Um, But just camera lenses and a camera case for your phone. Mm. That was what they kept going on and on about. And then when I got it from them, I got it for them, they were over the moon. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just that little bit of attention. It shows that you've paid attention to things that they say, things that they enjoy, things Mm -hmm. that they might like. And you've made note of it. Which then shows that you were actually paying attention to them when they were speaking or when they were showing you. Yeah. You know? So that's the thing. Like, it's giving a gift, sure. Yeah. But there's so much that goes behind it. Exactly. And it's what's behind the gift mm. that makes it valuable to people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, we spent so much long talking about this. We're going to go to the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Acts of service. Yep. So acts of service includes anything that you can do to ease the burden of of some level of responsibility from your partner, your friend, your loved mm-hmm. one, whether that would be doing the dishes, vacuuming their house, feeding the dog, or even little things like thank you notes. Yeah. Do you know? I, that, I think that kind of goes through words of affirmation, but you know, just doing little bits and pieces, like supporting your partner through a tough time at work. Like if they're having, if they're doing overtime at work and they normally cook dinner, cook down. You cook dinner.
1: Yeah, and 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 this is as well is that the person who this is most important to, Mm. it's they don't ask for it. Mm. What they want from the actual person who's doing it is just to do it without being asked. Yeah, it's just like it's the person's just like oh well you know she's she's out like she's not gonna come home till late because she's he she, um I'm just saying they they because you know they're they're at work (laughs) so, um. I'm just going to do this for them so when they come home they can just relax and, and, you know, maybe my special love language is quality of time. Yeah. So, you know, if I do this stuff for them, then, you know, I get my little sort of thing of, uh, quality time, quality time. or say, for example, um, if it's words of affirmation, that's my thing. They come home and they say, thank you. So then yeah. we're sort of
0: feeding each other's exactly. love languages. Exactly. 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 Right. Um, You know, I think especially like in the busy time that we have now, a lot of people don't want to feel like a burden. They don't want to have to ask for help. And the fact that someone would look at something that needs to be done and can see that the person who would normally do it, Mm. um, you know, doesn't really have the bandwidth or the time or the energy in that moment to do it. But they do. Yeah. Then they do that thing and it makes that other person feel cared for and valued. And, you know, seen as a person Rather than the person who does the chores. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I think this is actually really nice, like in my friendship group when we have dinner parties or barbecues and stuff, we all gather around and do the dishes. Yeah. All of well, all of us except a few people. Um, fuck this. <laughs> but we always help out the host. And yeah. you know, that makes us feel really close as a group because we're helping each other out Mm. we're not just relying on one person or leaving it all for the the last person to do we're all working together to work towards it to not to quote bob the builder but we're all working together to get the job done (laughs) that unlocked a memory (laughs) Uh, can we fix it um so the last one is your least favorite love language soraya which is that what physical touch Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, physical touch is, I guess, fairly self explanatory. It's, you know, the physical things that you can do to show someone that you care for them, whether it's holding their hand, you know, um, giving them a cuddle. I fucking love cuddles. Mm -hmm. Give me a cuddle. Um, You know, giving them a kiss on the cheek or, you know, touching their hand, touching their arm. Little physical indicators that show that a person is cared for. If they want it, so this is the thing. I don't. It's not that I don't like physical affection. Yeah, I just
1: don't like it, like because people with you's thing is like they it's they want it from their friends and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And mm. I just want it from my partner, my mum, my dad, and not really you. No. Yeah, no. I, I, mean, I,
0: I we don't have a very physical not even dad,
1: but just mum, mum and Jules. That's it. That's mom, the mum gives bomb cuddles. Mum gives
0: bomb cuddles, but that's
1: that's the only people. Other than that. Don't fucking touch me.
0: <laughs> like, I think our extent of, like, we don't hug. We Mm-mm. fist bump. We high five. Yeah. We give each other a kiss on the cheek and when we're seeing each it's, other. I'm it's it.
1: weird. Why? I don't know. Like, it just feels weird being super affectionate.
0: That's okay. Some people aren't super affectionate. I'm just not.
1: I'm mad affectionate. I'm going down to that I'm autistic. But anyway. <laughs>
0: um, I'm really affectionate, but I'm also very in tune to people who may not be as affectionate. Yes. Yeah, like, I'm not super affectionate from the get-go because I know that certain people... Don't it's, like it's, it. You know, and I guess that's what the benefit is of knowing love languages or knowing that even love languages exist. Mm. Knowing that, yes, physical affection can make you feel loved and you feel happy, giving people physical affection, but they may not be comfortable in receiving it. Yeah. So on that note, on that segue, Mm -hmm. talking about the benefits of knowing yours and... Yeah, it's a good segue. (laughs) Um, Talking about knowing... The benefits to knowing yours and others' love languages or even just knowing that love languages exist, right? So, A, knowing love languages exist, it gives you an open mind to when you're interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about this when we were talking about boundaries, mm-hmm. that when you have good, healthy boundaries set, you don't see other people's reactions to things as a physical, oh, sorry, as a um, personal attack. Yeah. You see it as that person has a boundary regarding XYZ thing and I've just breached that boundary. Therefore, mm-hmm. I need to step it back so that they feel comfortable. Yeah. It's the same with love languages. Love languages are essentially, when you put them in place in relationships, they're essentially boundaries. Yeah. You know, so knowing your love languages is so important to setting boundaries in your relationships, like I said, romantic or otherwise. Yeah. Sorry, you were going to say?
1: Well, it's also like, um, for example, it's also important too because, you know, say for example, you've done something wrong. Yeah. Or you've forgotten something and you want to make it up to the person. Yeah. Yeah. If the person's love language mm-hmm. is receiving gifts, is so fucking low, and you give them a gift, they're not gonna. They're not gonna appreciate it,
0: and they're not also gonna see that you are yeah. sort of apologizing for something that's gone wrong. Yeah. They're gonna see that as you um, exacerbating the problem.
1: Yeah, as yeah. opposed if they're like is words of affirmation. Yeah, you know making up to them write them a love note a nice not, love note, not yeah. a fucking text an actual fucking note yeah. written yeah going how much you appreciate them how much you love them how much you're sorry that that you did you made that mistake yeah and that you know they are important
0: yeah exactly to you. so knowing other people's love languages can help you in so many different mm-hmm. situations yeah um but it also with you yourself personally it helps you see what relationships are healthy for you and which ones aren't. Yeah. Like if your lovely languages tell you that you most value quality time with like your friends, your partner, your family member, and that person is continuously cancelling plans with you or they're not engaging when they're with you, then that behaviour that they're showing, that Mm -hmm. they're dishing out to you, is not going to allow you to feel loved or supported in that relationship. Yeah. So knowing that... Quality time as a love language or an important love language for you will allow you to, you know, be able to communicate with those people that, hey, you know, this is really important to me and I don't feel loved, supported or cared for when you cancel on me all the time Mm. or when you're on your phone all the time. Yeah. And then, you know, after that you've communicated that love language boundary, Mm -hmm. the behaviour continues, then you know... That that that, that relationship's not going to work for you. That relationship's not healthy for you, you know? You know, in saying that, though, Mm -hmm. sometimes, and I've seen this sometimes in friends when they talk about relationships that they're in, sometimes we can be so focused on our own love languages and the role we wish our partner will take in making sure that those love languages and those needs are met that we don't appeal to theirs we neglect theirs. Yeah. We're so focused on like, oh, when we spend time together, it's not quality time. hmm When for them, their quality time might be super low on the list. Yeah. Of their love languages. Do you know what I mean? Um, and so we don't do the give and take thing. We don't go, oh, well, my quality time's really high for me, but it's very low for them, so we'll meet in the middle. Yeah. They just think, oh, well, they don't love me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas it could be that they don't know how to show you that they love you Yeah, because that's not a priority to them. Yep. Then again, it goes the other way, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. It's they kind should of be like, meeting yeah. you halfway. It just, just means that you just like if you really love someone, you will compromise those things.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, having different love languages doesn't mean that you shouldn't necessarily be associating with people that – have them in opposite ways or whatever. Well, that's the
1: same as what we said in the personality testing yeah. last week too. Just because you have different personalities doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't hang out with each other or be with each other. Exactly. But that's the same with love languages.
0: Exactly. It just means that you may have to uh, communicate a bit more. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're, like I just said beforehand, if quality time's very high for you and quality time's very low for your partner in mm. the list then you're going to have to work a bit harder um, to meet each other halfway than you would if you were with someone who value quality time just as much as you.
1: Yeah. I think what this is like saying is kind of like um, this This test is not for people who are determining whether they should be with someone yeah. from the get-go. It's not a compatibility test. It's not a compatibility test. <laughs> it's not. Um, from the get-go. It's for people who, you know, they truly love someone already Mm. And they want to have a stronger relationship. Yeah. And this is how they, they they do it.
0: Yeah. It's so important. Like I said, like when you're setting up boundaries for yourself, mm. it's so important to know what your love languages are mm. before you get yourself in a position where you're in an unhealthy relationship for you. Yeah. But again, you know, a lot of people do these tests once they're in a relationship mm. because they want to see how they fare against their partner. Yeah. And uh, how they can better understand how their partner can be loved and feels the love that that other person wants to give.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's like, if it, this is like a weird thought, but I just kind of feel like this sort of stuff, like with relationships, is not really taught in the sense that, like, you're not taught in a relationship that you can be vulnerable. Yeah, and you should be open and all yeah. that sort of stuff. It's just like if you know, it's kind of like well, you know, if you love them, you'd be doing that automatically. It's like well, yeah. no, because some people find it very hard to open up to people in general, yeah. And they might fear that if they open up to their loved one about their needs and wants, yeah, because yeah. like. Uh, saying what your needs and wants can be really i don't know sometimes embarrassing you know it's like it's kind of like a, it's it's like you know you're ashamed a little bit by... i think
0: if you're saying your needs and wants to the wrong people yeah the response you may get may make you feel ashamed for having opened your mouth yeah. in the first place like i've but, been in but re- it's more the fear No, I know that, but that's what I'm saying. It can foster a fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can create a fear. Yeah, Like, I had been in relationships beforehand where I had been like, you know, I value this or my language is this. Mm. And I've been made to feel stupid for that being a priority for me that later on in further relationships, I haven't brought it up. Yeah, because because yeah. I was scared to be rejected or made to feel stupid again.
1: Mm. Do but you know I, th- what I mean, like but it, I think sometimes that fear can appear like can be appear without having experienced those things as well. Well, that's
0: true. I think I guess it also depends on what you've seen growing up. Yeah. Or like in media in movies, mm. like I think something that we've that a lot of people will say and have said over time about romantic relationships in particular is love is about compromise love is about sacrifice and yes but you shouldn't have to sacrifice your happiness and the way you feel loved for the sake of being in a relationship
1: well that's the thing it's not actually really defined ever is it because it's just it's It's kind of like sacrifice it's kind of like uh you know especially for women yeah it's like oh yeah definitely you, you sacrifice your job yeah you sacrifice all these things um, the wants and your needs, yeah. Because in the end, you're gonna be um, you're gonna marry him, yeah. you're gonna be a mother, you're, you're going
0: to... to be someone who is married, someone's yeah. going to choose you, and therefore, you should be grateful, you and, should be grateful and happy, and therefore, Done. you should
1: sacrifice everything that you ever wanted to do, Done.
0: yeah. So, especially like in situations where it's like you should be happy, you should be in love, you should feel loved when I do this, or even on the opposite. You should just do the dishes for me. Yeah. You should just tell me that you love me. You should just cuddle me when you get home. Yeah. Without having that conversation, without knowing how your partner likes to feel loved or how you like to feel loved, yeah. It, it, it doesn't work. You're not, people aren't mind readers mm-hmm. and literally no person is exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. You and I were raised by two of the exact same people under more or less the exact same circumstances and autism aside, we are not. The same person. Do you know what I mean? We're like polar opposites from each other. In some ways. Yeah. In other ways, not so much. Not so much, no. But, do, do you know
1: We're what I mean? badass, bum-ass bitches. That's it. We're fucking hilarious. That's it. Podcast queens. Podcast queens.
0: But, you know, like, neglecting other people's love languages is not going to make you or them feel like you're in a happy, supportive relationship. Yeah, exactly. It's going to build resentment Mm -hmm. and unhappiness. Yeah. Right? Uh Uh-huh. But anyway. Cool. We're going to talk about now the most popular love languages. Do it. So, my favourite people at Hinge. (laughs) For fuck's (laughs) sake, yeah. Hinge, the dating app, which is the only dating app I've ever used, and I only got on it, like... I don't know, six, seven weeks ago, and I'm like, my favourite people at Hinge. <laughs> <laughs> they did a study because in Hinge you get asked um, prompt questions. Yeah. And one of the prompt questions is, what's your love language? Yeah. So they pulled that data and they found that um, there are trends showing what are the most popular love languages amongst women and men. Yeah. Now, for both women in- and men... Hinge found that the most commonly noted love language is quality time. Fuck yeah. You're a basic bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I am. I am yeah. a basic bitch. Thank you yeah. so much. I go with the crowd. Yeah. Um, for men, the next most common love language noted was a tie between...
1: Come on. Access service has to be the, that one. No but... Really? no. but I'll
0: get to that in a second. Um, okay. It's physical touch yeah. and words of affirmation.
1: Yeah, but physical touches. Uh,
0: but that is physical touches, <laughs> eh? Eh? Um, and then for women, the second most commonly noted love language was words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. No tie, no nothing. It stood out by far against the rest of the love languages Yeah. Um, that, you know, were on offer. So, getting back to that thing you said about acts of service. Yeah. The study found something super interesting. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Apparently, women who chose acts of service... As their love language, and put it in their profile because you can show it to people in your profile. Yeah, we're six point six times more likely to have their profile liked by men than any other love language. There you go. And that's on toxic masculinity and males who are looking for mothers and not lovers. Yeah, but that's a thing. That's there. But that's that's there. Like
1: the woman. Yeah, but but it's the men perceived as she will do things for me. God, men are fucking dumb. Sorry. Sometimes. Not all of them. But fuck, that is so fucking dumb.
0: Hashtag not all men. Not all men. No, I mean
1: misogynistic (laughs) dickheads are fucking...
0: Toxic masculinity breeds idiocy. Idiocy? Idiocy?
1: Says the one who's trying to say idiocy. Yasmin, it's just one simple word. It's called fuckwits.
0: That's it. (laughs)
1: Fuckwits.
0: The irony of sounding like an idiot trying to say the word idiocy... And it's not lost end, on me. Yeah. And in the
1: end, it's the perfect word, it's just fuckwits. Fuck, <laughs> fuck want fuck a fucking mother. Right. Not a lover. Not a lover. And when they and that how fucking stupid they are that they're like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna pick her because you know She'll like, do stuff for me. She'll do stuff for No, you do way. stuff for her. She ain't gonna fucking own.
0: stay with you, fool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like she's not gonna do your dishes, she's gonna want you to do her dishes. Bitch. Alright. Just live with your mum for the rest of your life and leave the rest of women alone. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Anyway, on the other side of the coin, mm-hmm. which just shows <laughs> the difference on this one, um, men who noted quality time as their love language on their profile were twice as likely to have their profile liked by women. Now, this is the thing. Quality time was the um, uh, most commonly noted love language for women and men. Mm-hmm. And even for men, acts of service did not come up in their top three. Interesting. But they seek out women who um like to give acts of service. Yeah. This is this this is the thing, right? I'm yep. starting to think now,
1: those fucking men don't understand what they are being asked. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Honestly, when I've done when I've seen people put their love languages in their hinge profiles, it's always like chicken nuggets. Like, no that's not a fucking Everyone loves chicken nuggets, you idiot. It's mm. just what's your actual love language? Well, except
1: vegans. Vegans they don't and veggies, they do they like
0: tofu nuggets. True. Tofu There's- nuggets are Delish. Just
1: say nuggies. Nuggies. Yeah. Nuggies. Gold Gold nuggies.
0: Little nuggets. I like gold nuggets. They're my favourite nuggets. Okay. If you say so. I want money.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) tired, aren't you? So
0: fucking tired. Click on. (laughs) We have this place in uh, um, Victoria where we live called Sovereign Hill where you can go sifting for golden nuggets in the creek. And I was just going to say, sorry, Sovereign Hill. I was going to say, all oh, you fucking
1: sieve is fucking pebbles. They, they, they drop like a little little fleck here and then every
0: now and again. You literally have to buy your golden nuggets from the gift shop because you'll never find one. I
1: don't know what it is, but I, I don't know. With Sovereign Hill, with the sieving thing, I just wanted the license because I just like the look of the license. You did want that
0: license yeah. that, oh, I, am a, I can do sieving for I'm – a, I'm a gold digger. <laughs> literally, I'm a gold digger. I said on the license. Um. Yeah, so that's that, nice. Um, But I thought we could have a little bit of a chat about our own love languages. Cool. Because okay. we did the test today. I find, I don't know about you, but I find that certain things fluctuate for me every time I do the test. No.
1: The no. La- I did, the, la- the last time I did this test, it's exactly the fucking same. I got the same answers yeah. from seven years ago. Right. So what were your answers? Well, words of affirmation is number one. Yeah. Because to me I don't know if you fucking love me. Giving me a gift does not tell me you love me.
0: you just like, thanks, bro. Doing
1: like yeah. Um, physical touch does not does not say shit. Yeah. About you love me. That possibly because, you know, I've experienced sexual assault. Yeah. And that's probably why. Yeah. But to me words of affirmation because it actually clearly outlines I care about you. Yeah. Um, I don't really care too much about compliments. I like them, but I'm not. I never sift for them. Sift fish for them. Fish for them, whatever. <laughs> Fuck, I don't care. <laughs> um, but my but the next two after that, which are pretty close behind words of affirmation, was quality time. Like there was only what. It's an even five. S- five points between it's even between quality time and acts of services yeah and even split bitch if you do something for me to make my life easier cook for me and all that stuff fucking love you how
0: much do you love me now that i bought you dinner so you didn't have to cook
1: yeah that's good <laughs> <laughs> ah the enthusiasm I wouldn't, I wouldn't have cooked jules would have
0: just jules do you love me <laughs> <laughs> um and quality time yeah yeah definitely yeah um for me my number one is quality time yeah like we said nice. i'm i'm a basic hinge bitch mm-hmm. um that was really far out for the rest of me i had like 37 percent quality time yeah um your top was 33 percent, which was words of affirmation yeah um my second is words of affirmation yeah my third is physical touch because like i said i like a cuddle
1: mm-hmm.
0: um you know those things are really important to me you know spending time with someone where i feel like i'm attended to or i feel like i'm just like in my own little world with that person yeah like with my friends with my parents with you um you know with people that i care about spending quality time with them is so important to me because personally i value time yeah you know i'm i, I value time so much i'm very aware of it's going to sound so morbid but i'm very aware of the fact that I don't have all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I enjoy that when I'm with people, we are, you know, engrossed in our own little world.
1: Well, that's what I was trying to get at before. You said it way better than I...
0: I'm too tired to actually eloquently say it. Maybe. I'm, <laughs> maybe. I'm just better than you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then words of affirmation is important to me because I like, I like the hype up. You know, I hype up and G up my friends all the time and I enjoy it so much when it's done back to me. Mm. But I like... You know, I have friends who will randomly say to me, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, thanks. Thanks. Thank you so much. Like, it doesn't have to be like a, hey, you look good. Or, yeah. oh, my God, look at your nails. It could be like, oh, my God, you're doing so well. You're working so hard. Like, look at you go. Things like that. They make me feel like I'm owning life, essentially. And they yeah. they show to me that my friends or my family or whoever <laughs> actually notice the hard work that I put in.
1: Yeah, because po- even like a word of affirmation is I believe in you. Like that's oh, all I was, love like, that. Yeah.
0: Like I said that to you before. I'm mm. like, I believe in you. You got this. I don't want to know what the discussion was
1: about. Okay. Oh, wait. No, yes, I do. It was literally don't the start work. of this recording yeah, So I <laughs> know, I know, I know. This <laughs> is going to so, yeah. sound so horrible. I'm going to be like a, z- like a fucking zombie. <laughs> Jesus. all right, it's
0: fine. Um, my fourth one was acts of service mm. because I do enjoy when people do things for me, but I'm also really independent. I like doing... I actually enjoy doing things for myself. Yeah. I do, however, enjoy when someone says, hey, you've got way too much on your plate because I tend to do that to myself. I'd be like, let me help. Yeah. Awesome. But interestingly for me, receiving gifts got a zero percentage. See, for me, right, my receiving gifts, even though I don't really
1: care about them, Yeah. the only reason why I actually got something because my lowest are physical touch and receiving gifts and they're even, Yeah. was that the answer to the question was something along the lines of, would you rather a gift or something with, like, a physical touch sort of element? I'm yeah. like, i just rather the fucking
0: gift. You can fuck off. I don't want to yeah. be touched that way. Whereas when the, when the questions were presented to me, it was always, like, would you rather spend quality time with someone or then buy you something to show yeah. them that they care? Like, yes, obviously I value when people put time and effort in to buy me something mm. if it has something to do with me. Like, a friend of mine who I haven't seen in years – had to move back to Victoria because of, you know, the pandemic. Yeah. And she saw something in a bookstore. She saw a book that reminded her of me and she mailed it to my house and I freaking cried. That's so cute. It was adorable. I cried like a bloody baby. And I sent her a message being like, thank you so much. I feel so loved. But, you know, that wasn't really represented in the test. Yeah. You know, it was weighed up against things like, would you rather spend time with people than receive a gift? Well, like, I, think of that, course. Uh, well I think this is a thing, right?
1: It just shows you all the love languages are important and you should do all of them. Yeah. It's just that for some people, some are more important than others. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly right. So that's that. that's yeah. That was fun. Love languages, I think, are a really fascinating thing. And like I said, like for me, really a really important thing in my relationships is like setting boundaries with others and also myself. Mm. And I find that the... The love languages mm-hmm. are a really good place to start to set that foundation. Nice to sort of figure out what your boundaries may look like.
1: Yeah,
0: I love it. Cool, sick, awesome, boom. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, anyone can do the test. Just Google love languages. Um, you and don't have to read the giant obnoxious book. Sorry, Dr. Gaza Chapman, but not doing it. Yeah, not doing it. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> um, so Sreya thing is you're not gonna ask me because you're too tired to remember. Mm. What was your self care activity of the week?
1: Um, I've just been like, I don't know, doing some goal setting. Cute. Um, I started writing the script for a video that I want to do.
0: Yes, you told me. I'm so proud mm. of you.
1: I've got like three pages so far. Woo.
0: It's
1: gonna be a long video, but yeah. it's more. It's talking about my autism diagnosis and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So it's like I think like with now I'm starting to sort of get into the swing of like I really should do like my art and my videos around my art more journalistic like a, like cool. a journal yeah like a journal more reflective and stuff like that yeah. so um because in the end like i've called like my youtube channel saray Ray's world because it's about me exploring how i connect to the world why certain things fascinate me especially in special interests like history and all yeah. that sort of stuff because yeah. I find, like, even some of the most fucked up people ever to ever live really fascinating because I don't understand how. They got to that point? They got to that point. Like, Ted Bundy fascinates me. Yeah. Charlie the fact Manson that the fact fascinates me. That, the fact that, like, Ted Bundy had a fucking stable relationship and still went out and raped and killed women.
0: And was, like, to- totally, like, cookie-cutter man at home. home. Yeah.
1: Oh, why? Like, is just, to me, it's just, like, what the fuck happened? Mind you. I don't, I don't try to find out to be like, that's an, like, it's an excuse as to... No. No, 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 it's like, no, every, uh, people have gone through shit like that, like... It's the
0: intrigue of the mystery.
1: Yeah, it's like, why? Like, yeah, why? But why? Understanding. But how? Yeah, by how, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, I totally get um, it. So, yeah, it's the same, like, with stuff in history. It's like, you know, what made, like, especially, like, I really love, you know, powerful and, um prominent women in history, so yeah. just like, you know, they go up against boundaries and all that sort of stuff, and it's just kind of like, well, how did they do it?
0: Yeah, true. How true.
1: can I apply those things to to my...
0: How can I also be a boss-ass bitch? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, This week, I was so, 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 so happy. I spent time with my friends. Oh, yeah. I saw so many of my friends. I did social distance. I'm not an idiot um i covid safe went to a few gatherings so i um you know went to a birthday picnic which was lovely with some of my closest friends i worked from home at one of my work girlfriend's house whose cat just had kittens oh my god that fucking kitten that you sent her (gasps) oh so fluffy so small so cute and there were four of them i got hardly any work done that day kazuki was like to me oh my god they're like it's so small. I know. I want. It's so small. I want. I almost took one home. I sent videos to our parents. And I was like, oh, my God, look how cute. They are like, yeah, it's cute. And I was like, I'm going to take it home. They're like, don't fucking think about it. Fucking Luna will eat it. Luna would eat it. Our dog would eat it. Um, She just think it's like a small rabbit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but then I had um, a, a dinner date on the Saturday. And then on Sunday, I spent some time with my lovely friend Gemma in the park and eating pizza and listening to... Really messed up um, music remixes. Like, Toto's Africa, but offbeat. No. Like, someone's moved the lyrics a beat backwards. No. Yeah, it's disgusting, but it's so good. <laughs> so, like, it was just, like, it was a couple of little things of the, you know, repeated events, but it was just so incredible. It, it made my heart feel so full. Yeah. Doing dumb things like that. Mm. You know, listening to Toto Africa offbeat in the park, getting bitten alive by mosquitoes. I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, nice. that was my self care activity of the week. I hope to repeat it ridiculously in a COVID safe manner. Yes. Please don't, please don't come after me, Dan Andrews. I promise. I promise. I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, that's us for the week. Yeah. We really hope you've enjoyed this episode. This was another fun one from us. Um. You can find us at uh, SozNotSozPod. Um, uh, that is our Instagram handle. That is also our email, if you add an at gmail.com at the end.
1: And if you don't know how SozNotSozPod is spelt, it's
0: S-O-Z-N-O-T-S-O-Z-P-O-D. You can't tell, but I was doing little dances in the background yeah, there, fam. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you can find us on our Podbean website, which um, is where we operate our podcast outer. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Now, in saying that, Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. In fact, we've had a review. We have one review. And Soraya and I geeked the hell out on it.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll. Try to get the...
0: Can't the remember what.
1: Can't remember the handle.
0: It was words. It was it was a jumble of letters.
1: Uh, I think it had, like, some form of... Yeah, you find it easier here. No, 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 no. But, ah, uh, you wrecked I, it. No, I no. didn't. I no! Didn't Stop! Stop Soraya, I no. know how to use a phone. Let me fucking do how I want to fucking do
0: it. <laughs> We're trying... I was just going to show you that in Facebook. Anyway, you can click I, the well, name. I'm not having to
1: learn this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway. Don't fucking t- Uh, It's...
0: I told you to a Bri- of
1: letters. Breeju He Ha R F gave us a really lovely review. Brief for out- short.
0: Brief is short. Shout out to Bree.
1: Shout out to Bree. Um, we love you. Yep. Fucking amazing. That was a great thing to wake up to one day. Did so you Bri- wake up at that time? No, it was later, but you know, I was still waking up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shut up, yeah. Yaza. Fuck off. It was late. Anyway,
1: <laughs> thanks for listening, guys.
0: Hope you have a good week. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.